Howdy, everybody, and welcome to episode 200 of the SupersetYourLife.com podcast. Do you ever think we'd make it this far, babe? Yes. I knew we would, too. <laughs> Who are we kidding? All right. This is your weekly workout motivation to fuel your life inside and beyond the gym. On Mondays, we set the tone for our athletes and our listeners alike for a big week in your fitness, in your faith, and in your family. So last week's challenge was to either pray or meditate or reflect on 2 Timothy 1.7. For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. And extra credit would be to memorize all 16 words of this verse for quick reference and your own meditation practice. And I guess we got to do a shout out to Wendy once again, because she has <laughs> totally memorized that verse. Awesome job, Wendy. <laughs> and has been meditating on it every single workout. Way to go. All right. Uh, so this week's challenge is to pray and meditate on Proverbs 25, verse 4. And that is actually so packed, the entire chapter that is, is so packed with wisdom that we're going to go over the whole chapter today. So in the English Standard Version, it's 15 words or 15 reps if you prefer. That is, take away the dross from the silver and the smith has material for a vessel. Does do you Are you familiar with any verse that just screams bodybuilding more than this one, babe? No. <laughs> like, that's a good one i know when i when i was reading it um through my through my personal study months ago um i came across this one and i was like wow um he must have been he must have been speaking to bodybuilders he must have been speaking to gym goers in this one because this is one that we can all relate to i'll say it again take away the dross from the silver and the smith has material for a vessel and hopefully you'll have it memorized by the end of this because we're going to repeat it a, a, a couple different times, all right? Um, so we're going to build some context around this one here, and then we're going to get into how we can apply this timely principle into our daily lives as coaches and as athletes. Babe, you want to kick things off and read chapter 25 of the book of Proverbs for us, please? Absolutely. All right. These two are Proverbs of Solomon, which the men of King Hezekiah of Judah copied. It is the glory of God to conceal a matter and the glory of kings to investigate a matter. As the heavens are high and the earth is deep, so the hearts of kings cannot be investigated. Remove impurities from silver and material will be produced for a silversmith. That is so much different than the one that we have there. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you want to read it again? So here we are, 25 yep. verse 4. Remove impurities from silver and material will be produced for a silversmith. Awesome. We'll come back to that. Remove the wicked from the king's presence and his throne will be established in righteousness. Don't boast about yourself before the king and don't stand in the place of the great. For it is better for him to say to you, come up here, than to demote you in a plain view of a noble. Don't take a matter to court hastily. Otherwise, what will you do afterward if your opponent humiliates you? Make your case with your opponent without revealing another's secret. Otherwise, the one who hears will disgrace you and you'll never live it down. A word spoken at the right time is like gold apples in silver settings. A wise correction to a receptive ear is like gold ring or an ornament of gold. To those who send him, a trustworthy envoy is like the coolness of snow on a harvest day. He refreshes the life of his matter masters. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. The one who boasts about a gift that does not exist is like clouds and wind without rain. A ruler can be persuaded through patience and a gentle tongue can break a bone. If you find honey, eat it only what you need. Otherwise, you'll get sick from it and vomit. You That's the, nice. You hear that, Paul? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Seldom set foot in your neighbor's house. Otherwise, he'll get sick of you and hate you. 
a person this giving good advice. <laughs> <laughs> a per- this is, I'm sorry, I just had to interject. This is this is a beautiful chapter, but but it's so much fun because it's it's just nothing but one liners. Yeah, I and mean, like the the the, ch- the chapters leading up to it are kind of like that too. Oh, and right, the good but, stuff is coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, a person giving false testimony against his neighbor is like a club, a sword, or a sharp arrow. Trusting an unreliable person in a difficult time is like a rotten tooth or a faltering foot. Singing songs to a troubled heart is like taking off clothing on a cold day or like pouring vinegar over soda. If your enemy is hungry, give him food to eat, and if he is thirsty, give him water to drink. For you will heap burning coals on his head, and the Lord will reward you. The north wind produces rain, and the backbiting tongue angry looks. Better to live in the corner of a roof than share a house with a nagging wife. (laughs) Good news from distant land is like cold water to a parched throat. A righteous person who yields to the wicked is like muddied spring or polluted well. It is not good to eat too much honey or to seek glory after glory. I think think Bart K. would agree with that. (laughs) (laughs) A person who does not control his temper is like a city whose wall is broken down. What was the biggest, biggest verse that stood out to you, Dave? Um, where did it go? Those who send him a trustworthy envoy is like coolness of snow on a harvest day. He refreshes the life of his masters. I like that. That was pretty. Mm-hmm. My favorite is uh, 25 verse 2, actually. Oh, yeah. Good. Not the one at the end. Yeah. <laughs> um, it is the glory of God to conceal a matter and the glory of kings to investigate a matter. Yeah, that's good. So it's... Things in the Bible that we're that we're supposed to know, and then there's some that are going to be a mystery until the end of times. And so, this this one here, twenty five verse two, it is the glory of God to conceal a matter, and the glory of kings to investigate a matter. That's been my favorite for years, actually, ever since Doctor David brought that one to my attention. And he, and he goes, I think this one kind of describes you because I just have a, I don't know, I feel, I feel I feel like I feel like no matter how well I. No matter how much I use a passage or dive into a passage, there's always more layers underneath it. And whatever you learn from it, it's it's always rewarding. And that's what's so beautiful about it is that um, all these books that I'm looking at on my shelf right now, all of our nutrition books, all of our workout books, there's mistakes in all of them. There's not a single book in, that's ever been written in the entire world that has no mistakes in it, um, except for the Bible. And that's in its original translation, obviously. Are there mistakes in, in the translation? Yeah. I mean, you, te- you try take, taking two completely different languages that, and that, have, to that have nothing to do with each other and, and, tra- and, tra- and trying and trying to blend them. It's hard. Mm-hmm. And so at the, at the end of the day, if you're, if you're reading any, um, any, any English translation of the Bible, any of them, any of the main ones, uh, it's a step in the right direction, but it's something we always, always need to consider. So yeah, coming back to this verse, uh, 25 verse four. So, so, so in English standard version, it is take away the dross from the silver and the Smith has material for a vessel. So um, in the in the HCSB, which is the one that we both read, uh, most of the time that is, it is remove impurities from silver and a vessel will be produced for a silversmith. A material. Mm-hmm. So essentially what this what what this what Solomon is saying here is that the dross, the impurities, um, everything that has nothing to do with the end goal and the end result is not only unnecessary, but it's actually repulsive to God. It's repulsive to a king in the same way that wickedness is. Verse 5, remove the wicked from the king's presence and his throne will be established in right in righteousness. So in its immediate context, excuse me, yeah, so in, in, its, in its immediate context, 
he's describing a king. What what is he really describing though? Jesus Christ, yeah, our, our Lord and Savior. Yeah, um, Coach Mark Ennis ta taught me over the last year that family always comes first. So while Solomon was describing the wit, and that, that was actually the last thing that he told me on the plane too, before going back before going back to Dublin, Ireland. Um, but Solomon, when he was writing Psalm 25, he was describing the wickedness that must be removed from one's life to be acceptable in the presence of a king and by implication God, if we expect to have a relationship with him. Jesus paid the price for our sins, but living in our sin separates us from God. And that's mm -hmm. not what we want. So in the physical world, we can see and touch and feel today. I believe that we should have the same attitude towards the decisions that we make every day around our health and our fitness. The next time that I compete on a natural bodybuilding stage, I will win. I will not take second place. We'll take first place. <laughs> um, so, but, but, but I believe this. And so every time that I eat a meal, I ask, is this meal contributing to my long-term health and my ability to win my next show? Every single workout, same thing. Uh, we're doing low volume training right now. And, and we're doing that with a lot of our athletes, not everybody, but a lot of our athletes, we've decided, we've decided to, move, to move forward with low volume training. And what that is, is it's more of a European style training. Um, it was made perhaps most famous by Dorian Yates. Uh, Mark's been teaching me this over the last year. Jonathan Griffiths from the UK has been teaching me this over the last year on our, on our podcast, Carnivore Coaches Corner. And I never really realized what it's like to train with that high of intensity and to really train to failure with that kind of low volume until Mark was breathing down my neck at Body Shop in Seattle this last weekend. Yeah. <laughs> and, and with me, every, sing every single rep, every single exercise, picking the weights for me, yelling in my face when I didn't think that I could finish the rep, and then doing all the same thing with Leo. And so when Leo, when Mark put Leo through the same workout that he put me through just a couple days before, he, he, he had Leo do, do, the, do the workout after the competition, which was nice of him because <laughs> it would not have been a good idea to put Leo through a leg workout right before stepping on stage. Probably wouldn't have gotten first and second in his categories. Let's save that for the athlete spotlight, I guess. Spoiler alert, uh, Leo won. <laughs> way, to, way, to, way to go, Leo. So, uh, but when but when, when Mark was was teaching me low and uh, teaching uh, Leo low and low low volume training, high intensity training, um, I wanted to get up as close as, as I can, and, and up as close as I possibly could into his face with with my camera, catching every single word that he said. I tried to capture what it was like when Leo thought that he hit failure and we made him do five more reps. <laughs> and then after that, and then we made him do five more partial reps and then we made him hold the last one for 20 seconds, like that kind of stuff. That is torture. But if you train like that, you do not need to train for more than 25, 30, uh, 30 minutes and you should be out of there. 45 minutes at the absolute max for a kind of workout like that. And so um, th so th this, this kind of training, I've really had to apply this, this principle to and the lion diet, same thing. Um, there we're, 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 we're trying to get as much done with as with as with as little effort as possible, uh, as bodybuilders, we're using as little weight to use as much to do as much damage to the muscle fibers as possible. So technically, technically speaking, anything more would just be dross. It would just be impurities, right? It's not something that's necessary to get the end goal. My goal is not to lift the most weight. It's not to be in the gym the longest. It's not to perform the best one at the gym. My goal is to get in there, do as much damage to my muscle fibers as I can get the heck out of there and let them grow. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's, that's, that's bodybuilding training. It's much different than strength training. And so 
the lion diet, same thing. It's like, okay, what's the whole, what, what's the whole point of what, what makes the lion diet as great as it is? Why does it reduce your inflammation? Why does it help you lose weight? Why does it get you, get you in, in, in touch with your satiety signals? It's not because of all the red meat that you're eating. It's because of everything that you're not eating that was causing everything to be cloudy in the first place. And the so, inflammation. Right. Like think, think how much time you spend meal, meal, meal prepping, how much, how, how much groceries you have that go to waste. If you're making a recipe that has 15 ingredients in it, are you really going to use all those 15 ingredients? No, a lot of it goes to waste. And so, um, I guess we'll get more into the lion diet a little, a little, a little bit, a little bit later, but what's the dross or the impurities as a CSB translators prefer in your devotional life? Are you consuming media or content that is counterproductive to your faith walk? Mm. Um, since okay, so what's 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 the what's the dross in, in in our life right now? Going back to what Coach Mark was saying, um, contest prep and the Lion Diet both exercise this idea of eliminating the dross in our lives so that we can focus on the silver, our end result, our end goal. So Coach Mark has been reminding me over the last year. And so again, the last thing that he told me before hopping on the plane to fly back to Dublin, Ireland was that our families come first. And anything that I do as a dad that robs me of my time with Taylor, with James and with Everly had better dang well be worthwhile and it had better be a good return on investment. Mm -hmm. So here again, uh, what's 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 the dross in your diet? You listening? What 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 are you eating or drinking that is that that is serving you absolutely no benefit? For me, it was artificial sweeteners. It was um, it, it was even even chicken and pork to a degree. Like when I'm when I'm when I'm eating what what if if I was to have a choice between one or the other, I've just done this enough times now after being on, on this diet for 30, for 38 days of nothing but red meat, I'm seeing how well it digests. I'm seeing the improvements in my sleep. Um, like I said, we'll, we'll get, we'll, we'll get, we'll get a little bit more into that, but, uh, what's the dross in your last question? What's the dross in your physical exercise? Are you overtraining? Are you resting too much? Are you on your iPhone between sets? Um, or even worse, like galaxy, <laughs> just, kidding, just kidding, just kidding. Except we're not. Yeah. We just lost half our subscribers. Okay. So, how can you benefit from being more intentional in your, in your physical fitness? Mm. All right. So uh, I think this would be a good opportunity to do a, to do a lion diet update. Yeah. Um, so babe, uh, our life has been so crazy busy lately. I'm, but I'm super proud of you for sticking to your diet when your family was in town. Uh, what, what's a couple of things that you did to stay on track? What did that look like when I was in New Hampshire and Seattle coaching our boys? So the first thing I did is just making sure that I always got my workouts in. Um, I only work out four days a week, but I still made it a priority and it was great because my dad was just visiting and he literally just stayed with the kids and I while Colt was gone, which was such a blessing. So he was, this is the longest I think I've spent time with my dad since I graduated high school. Um, and it was awesome because it was just one-on-one -on -one, uh, with him and the kids and I. So um, he is at a point in his life where he's wanting to get his health back on track and I think drop a few pounds, you know, it just, it, it's where people go through those ebbs and flows. So we went to the gym almost every single day, I think. And if we didn't work out, um, we would sit in the hot tub, use the sauna, swim with the kids. But having that as the foundation of our day, it was the first thing we did after James got on the bus every morning, we got in the car and we drove to Billings and our drive to the gym is 37 minutes long one way. So, I mean, it's a, it's a good amount of gas that we're using and thankfully gas has dropped here. So anyways, um, we did that and then, uh, just made sure that I was really sticking to prioritizing my protein and, um, and my fat, but making sure it's animal fat and then 
just kind of staying on my meal plan for my first meal of the day. I only eat two meals a day. So um, for oh, lunch. Oh, 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 you were too mad the entire time? Yeah. Well, wow. maybe a few times I had some bacon to like digest because mm-hmm. uh, my stomach was hurting. I yeah. don't know. In the morning, um, and I'm kind of, and I'm kind of out, out, out of the loop on my own wife's diet because Mark's doing it. <laughs> yeah, well, and you know, mar- mar- marriage tip: it's usually better to hire another coach to coach your spouse than to coach each other. Yeah, you tried that. <laughs> so, um, anyways, the kids started waking up really early, so I would get really hungry by like nine o'clock. So I would need something in my stomach, but I'm working on it. So, um. Yeah, but I would stay on my meal plan for the first meal of the day to the best I could. And then dinner, it wasn't a free-for-all, but I definitely had carbs. Um, it was mostly just like my homemade sourdough. And then one time my dad did make um, a pasta, but I did sub noodles for um, – what are those noodles that I get at Trader Joe's? Oh, my gosh. Heart of Palm noodles. Mm. And then um, – but other than that, like we didn't have any sugar – and I was just really intentional about that. However, I definitely, um, my clothes are a little bit tighter, so it could be from water, I'm sure. I'm not going to weigh myself for the next few weeks until I you know I'm in my full meal plan for a good few weeks. So Yeah, that's, that's, that's a great idea. And that's advice that we kind of give to everybody is like whenever, like I, I actually haven't weighed myself since I got back. Usually I track my, my weight by clockwork every single morning because I learn a lot uh, based on what I'm eating, how it's affecting my body. And uh, weight is not it doesn't mean that you're either fat or skinny. There's a, a lot more that what that than um, that what that <laughs> there's there's a lot more to what that number is 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 indicating to you. Yeah. Uh, but it's helpful data nonetheless. And uh, but but it does mess with my head. And so yeah. when, and so whenever I get off of a plane, um, I, I I make a rule not to weigh myself for a week after mm-hmm. being back into my normal routine. And you were on a lot of planes within five days, so. Yeah, I was traveling for about an hour, an average of eight hours a day between yeah. between driving and flying. Yeah. So, lots of lots of water attention. But I'm feeling I'm feeling good. I'm feeling normal. And so I don't know when I when I do weigh myself, I'll probably be like the 201, 202 here in a couple of days. Sleeper stuff. So knowing my history of eating disorders and my track record of unsuccessful traveling experiences over the years regarding my diet, babe, foregoing carnivore. That is, uh, what questions do you have for me on this one? Well, first of all, I just have to congratulate you because um, this is the first time you've traveled where I haven't been worried about you. Thanks. Yeah. I just was, I, you've been so on it for the last almost year now. And I mean, for many years, but this last year specifically, I've just seen so many changes in you. So congratulations. You've worked hard. Thanks, babe. So my question is, what was the hardest thing that you had to overcome when you started it? Hmm. Very good. Thank, thank you. Thank you for that. Um, so first of all, for those that are unfamiliar, what the lion diet is, is it's a subcategory of the carnivore diet. It's red meat, water, and salt. That is it. Nothing else whatsoever. No supplements, nothing. So the only thing that has entered my body over the last 38 days has been red meat, water, salt, and that is it. It's got to come from ruminant animals, beef, lamb, venison. Uh, oh, what did we find out today was also on the list. Goats. Goats. Goats are on the list, apparently. Yeah. So I haven't had, I've never had goat in my life. We need, we need to add that to the list. Had goat cheese. <laughs> right. So no no pork, no chicken, no fish, no eggs, no dairy, and certainly nothing processed. Red meat, water, salt, that's it. Um, ruminant animals, they have four stomachs. And so when, that, when, when, when their food is digested four times, the same food, um, that everything that 
everything has just been broken down so much more and that's why it's easier to easier to, to digest and so that's why um i'll notice that if i have three pounds of red meat one day i'll poop first thing in the morning like without without it without any effort <laughs> just one and done bam there we go move on with my day um if i have chicken it doesn't happen i i, I usually like can right. kind of go in the morning and then i and, and then i have to finish the job like halfway through the day the next day <laughs> it's a whole new meaning to processed food though the ruminant animals Oh, big time. <laughs> the only processed food we eat. Yeah. Uh, so so the big, biggest challenge has been understanding the cephalic phase responses. The cephalic phase, uh, cephalic phase responses. I'm still trying to get used to saying this word because I was unfamiliar with this term actually until yesterday. I was featured on uh, Stephen, Stephen Thomas's show, The UK Carnivore. And uh, he actually spent some time educating me on this afterwards because I explained to him I gave him the whole down, the, the, the whole, the whole, the whole rundown of the lion diet. That's why, that's why he wanted me on. And, uh, and I, I had no idea what the cephalic phase was actually. And so he had to explain this to me, but, uh, cutting artificial sweeteners to answer your question, babe, that was the hardest, that, that was, that was actually the hardest part. Like it was easy to let vegetables go. It was easy to let carbs go. I wasn't even eating them in the first place. And so yeah. it wasn't hard, wasn't hard to stop something. I it wasn't, was just like your one, good. what is that called? The last 5%. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, I didn't think that last five percent was that big of a deal, and then here again, when Jake Thomas was like, "Okay, you're you're a you're a very very good A minus student," Oof, that was that's uh, a good way to motivate you. Yeah, not something I wanted to hear, and so I was like, "All right, let's 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 do this diet right." Like I'm I'm so I'm so close to it. I've been so close to it for so long. I've just kind of gravitated towards it because my clients rave about it, and 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 I, and I just keep craving red meat the more the more that I have, and I really don't miss fish. I don't miss I don't miss anything except keto bricks. That's the one thing I do miss. So mm. I'm excited to get those back in after Thanksgiving. Don't um, miss butter. Nope. Wow. Don't miss butter. No, because I've completely replaced it with tallow. Oh. Yeah. So like uh, that, I've, I've basically been living off of uh, ground venison every day. Um, that's it's 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 very very lean. So it's not really ideal for ketogenic athletes. So I've been taking all the tallow that you've been so nicely uh, leaving for me from the beef that you cook, mm -hmm. and then we make sure nothing goes to waste in this house. Um, and I and I, and I just cover my venison in it, <laughs> nice. and I basically make 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 it into either eighty twenty or seventy seventy three twenty seven. Not sure exactly how 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 fatty it's getting, but uh, it's 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 got it's got a wonderful um, it's got a wonderful consistency consistency to it wonderful texture to it it's delicious and the choline in the um in the in the beef towel i think has been helping my um recovery quite a bit so nice anyway what the cephalic uh phase response is is it's it it, uh, it, it it's a conditioned anticipatory anticipatory <laughs> obviously i'm reading this off of off, off of google right now uh it's a physical physiological response to food cues it occurs before nutrient absorption and is hypothesized to be important for satiation and glucose homeostasis. So essentially in layman's terms, this is your body's way of preparing yourself for what you might be for, for what you're going to be consuming. So for example, the way Steven explained it to me babe, was if you have a hot cup of coffee, you're going to approach that differently than like ice water. Right. And the smell of Cinnabon mm -hmm. when you go through the, when you go through the mall or an airport, it likely makes you salivate. Yeah. Right. Uh, Pavlov's dogs in that experiment we all learned about in high school. Mm -hmm. um, they salivate at the sound of a bell once they learn that they're going to eat after they hear the bell. And then after a while, they just hear the bell. So nothing's actually touching them. Nothing's actually entering their body. But yet their body is responding because it's 
preparing itself for what it's that's how lucy is our cat every time i she knows i'm gonna feed zion and i call zion's name and she is right next to me because she knows that when i call zion that's what she's (laughs) that's what's gonna happen because i also give her a little bit of ground beef so she knows she's pavlov's dogs in cat form (laughs) pavlov's cat yeah cool so my next question is what is one unexpected like benefit or blessing that you've noticed one how about like seven or eight of them let me just go through <laughs> yeah all of them. go through all of them <laughs> okay so so biggest takeaways uh I, I just i feel like i'm a new person inside and out um clients and those close to me have, to, have told me that um since a month ago i'm now more calm uh more relaxed yeah i'm less fidgety less anxious i can agree to less fidgety really yeah because in the Thanks. car you would be just fish you, you have to be doing something in the car yeah. When I know, like, and I don't know how you are when you're at your desk, but like when I, when there are times when I know you should be sitting still, like you can't sit still, but you've gotten better with that. Thanks. Yeah. I, I, I've, um, I feel more present and in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mental clarity through, through the roof. Uh, it's been saving me a lot of time. So I didn't, I didn't even think about food until the, until the end of the day, most days. Um, I'm not packing millions of supplements around. I'm not spending as much time eating. So I was able to buy more of my time back. Uh, my physique, upper body, the same, lower body, noticeable growth in quads, hamstrings, and hip adductors. Uh, conditioning, I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say roughly the same on that one. I don't think I gained any body fat. I don't think I lost any body fat. Uh, no. I'm not, I'm not testing my body fat. We're just using, we're just using progress pictures in the scale, keeping it old school. Nice. Yep. Uh, bedroom performance. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to, like that, that is that is definitely better though, right? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, babe. <laughs> um, and 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 sleep quality too, though. Like that kind of sleeping for sure. Uh, but but uh, but like actually uh, falling asleep. I think that I've been um, I, I've I've hit ninety a couple times in my aura ring, which is kind of a record. Hmm. And, and I don't think I ever hit ninety before I went blind. So that was. And you're still in ketosis, right? I'm, a, I'm in ke- I'm in moderate ketosis most days, occasionally high ketosis. And I wonder if that might have something to do with it too. Yeah. Because I know when you're in really high ketosis, it's hard for you to sleep. Yeah. So. Uh, better Bible studies. So I've been doing one meal a day for most days. And my best prayers and eye-opening meditation experiences are typically towards the end of the fast. Budget. We've been saving a ton of money doing this, huh, babe? Well, it is also due to the deer that you just shot and killed too, which helps. Yeah, so, so, now, so, so now we're saving all our money because I'm I'm just I'm just living off of this deer for the next for the next couple for the next couple months. Yeah, venison and keto bricks, baby. Um, tastes like tastes like victory though. Mm-hmm. Every every single bite of that thing, I, I, just, I just I just I just think, yeah. Yeah, two more vic- weeks to get two more. This is victory. All right, let's go. Um, let's see what else. We did lots of, uh, yeah, lots, lots of sales shopping for that. Uh, okay. And then and the last one I wanted to say was uh, reduced inflammation. So my plantar fasciitis, my feet gone. And your skin is better on your foot too. Mm-hmm. Were you, um, for those of you who don't know, Colt had a really that, severe that foot fin- injury. That finally cleared up. Yeah. And his, he's had a rash on the top of his foot and for over a year and it's finally gone. Yep. And I don't know if it's a coincidence or if it's just the timing or whatever, but yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, bulging discs from all the years of heavy back squats and conventional deadlifts are under control and finally feeling fine. Um, so next steps, I'm going to stay strict until Thanksgiving. So that'll be a total of 49 days by then. That'll be seven weeks. Probably going to have some turkey, some ham, and like a keto dessert or something. Um, yeah, I'll make something good. Oh, cool. Yeah, we'll, 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 have, we'll have fun for sure. But no alcohol, though. Um, 
th- Thanksgiving, you'll, you'll probably have like a half a glass of wine or something, right? Oh, I'll probably have a glass or two. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be real. <laughs> no, no judgment. <laughs> yeah, I, I just still, still alcohol is just uh, not not my not not my thing anymore. It's, it's just it, that that's been kind of a trip. Al- alcohol has just been completely unappetizing now. Ever since ever since going strict wine. Going strict carnivore pretty much did it. And then yeah, whatever, that was like January, right? Yeah, and then whatever cravings I have had for alcohol since then have definitely vanished over the last month. I think it's been over a year because it was before Christmas last year when you did that. Because mm-hmm. I remember when we flew down here for Christmas, you wouldn't, you had one drink the entire time we were here and your brothers were not upset, but they were like, yeah, ah, they, come on, Colt. They're like, maybe drink it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so going to move to two meals a day to spread out my protein consumption and see if we can make these legs grow any faster been getting good results so far but after coaching three men through a total of three competitions all over the u.s i'm motivated to get back to work on what i believe will be a scary competitive physique for the next time that i step <laughs> on stage to compete probably summer of 2025 or 2026 uh, but until then i'm just lean bulking and focusing on my family and my athletes um, i'm gonna we here again gonna reintroduce keto bricks the only food that i really miss mainly because i just love doing i just love being in business with robert sykes i mean when I eat a meal replacement bar that's invented by a professional, natural bodybuilder, specifically for keto athletes like myself, that puts a big smile on my face. So that's the yep. only thing that I'm going to add back in, and we'll see where to go from there. All right. Um, I think that's pretty much all that we had to go over today, huh, babe? Cool. I'll go over our spotlights and reviews, if that's cool with you. Yeah, let's go. All right, our athlete spotlight of this week is Leo Dawkins, a.k.a. Cowboy. Yeah, buddy. Uh, Retired U.S. Army and U.S. Navy, so happy Veterans Day, Leo. And then a few other veterans that we do have in our um, that our clients, too. Thank you all for your service. Pretty much so. Leo stole first and second place in men's bodybuilding, novice, and classic physique. No, oh, no, he was in um, uh, Hero. Mm-hmm. He was in the Hero category. Yeah, so, more, more specifically bodybuilding and classic physique. Yeah. Um, and he did incredible and has been bitten by the bug and this is not his last show. So that's exciting. Congratulations again, Leo. We're super proud of you. Let's go champ. Yep. Our podcast review of the week for our supersetyourlife.com podcast is from Chung Wei. Yes, I love meat. So do we. (laughs) It's a heck of a review. It's probably my favorite review. (laughs) Carnivore Coach's Corner review of the week is from Wendy Eddy in Minnesota. I really enjoyed this podcast. Amazing information. Thanks so much, Colt and Jake. You both rock. And that was in reference to episode 28 of Suffering is the Ultimate Biohack by ex-vegan Jake Thomas. Thanks a lot for that, Wendy. God bless you. Mm-hmm. Our Skull Bells TV review of the week, our, our YouTube channel, is from Andre Leet Da Silva. One set to failure is all you need if you can truly train to failure. That's a great example. This is not easy, especially when training by yourself. And that's in reference to the pod, or the video that Colt was talking about with Leo, low volume training tutorial, one of three. It is intense. Yeah. I watched it last night and, oh man, it was I crazy. I, I, I thought I was training to failure on most of my sets the way that Mark was telling me until he had actually, until he was actually here in person breathing down my neck for every set. Because as Americans, we tend to overtrain with way too much volume and that's how injuries happen. Yeah. The longest, uh, the, the 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 bodybuilders that have the longest careers they typically use high intensity and relatively low volume and that's why they keep getting be, uh, better every time they step on stage oh, i wonder it's because they're not getting injured mm-hmm. all right and our store review is from jr campos i love the celtic sea salt and ready for more ever since i bought that bag from you that was my first time having it and it was like man and i was like man this stuff is good 
<laughs> Thank, yeah. Thanks for Good that, stuff. JR. Yeah. Cheers to that. So hopefully we can get, uh, hopefully we can get a, a stock order of Celtic sea salt in before the end of the year. Um, but we've actually just, this is a big, big announcement. We actually just opened up a new wholesale account with Baja gold salt company. Um, I, I've, I've spent hours and hours researching this stuff and here's what we've come up with. The only thing that sucks about it, it's, it costs three times as much as Celtic sea salt. Yeah, it's not that, but it's so good though. But for, but for a very, very good reason. If, yeah. if, if, if you're serious about your health, in my opinion, it's worth it. And so yeah. personally, I'm going back and forth between Baja gold. Um, I, I replaced my, uh, kosher salt with it as my magnesium supplement. There's actually more magnesium, um, in Baja gold salt than there is in, uh, Celtic sea salts kosher, which is their highest, highest magnesium. Um, it's great for the price, but, uh, but with Baja, you get lower sodium with it. So you actually have a better sodium to magnesium ratio. Um, and it's got lots of other trace, trace mineral, uh, trace minerals in it too. It has potassium. It has, um, what's the other? What's the other electrolyte that I'm missing? Calcium. It's got ba it's got basically everything. It's got yeah. iodine in it too, and so between that and pink potassium cave salt, um, those it's two a combo. Yeah, th those two are my electrolyte supplements. Yeah. So we have twenty bags on the way mm -hmm. of those. So it'll be on our website soon. Yep. So Good stuff. Th though. Thanks for thanks for the business, pal. It'll be on our website in in, in in like a week after we get our first stock order in. Yep. Awesome. And that is it. Yep. Thank you so very much for joining everybody. We'll catch you later this week on episode 201 of what? The superset your life.com podcast.